Hey there, you're listening to the Swings and Studies podcast with your host, Jordan Perez. This podcast is designed to give you the latest in college golf in the form of interviews, analysis, the occasional hot take, and some good old commentary. If you want to keep up for more content, follow Swings and Studies on Twitter, at Swings Studies. That's at Swings Studies. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Swings and Studies podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Perez. Thanks for coming along for another week of the ride. I took a break last week uh, to kind of wind down. My full-time job was starting to slow down a little bit and with uh, just wanting to spend time with family and with Thanksgiving, obviously being the holiday of that particular week, I uh, wanted to take some time to kick back and enjoy. But I'm back in full swing and full gear, ready to wrap this year up, this... um, turbulent year to put it lightly because there's no real way you can put 2020 lightly and yeah there's to be honest there's really hasn't felt like a shortage of college golf news in a very long time um and with things changing every week between covid and between tournaments that keep popping up which is great you know for those who are eligible to compete um you know there's a lot of good and a lot of bad being thrown around and you know this podcast I really when I when I intend when I created this podcast my intention was to use it as a platform not only for college golf and expressing uh, a, my passion for this sport but the surrounding issues in the bigger picture and the trickle-down effect that comes from the reflection of sports as a microcosm of what's going on in society and I I feel that I would be doing my listeners of this podcast an injustice if I didn't talk about the pandemic in a way that really addresses the state of everything right now in relation to college golf that truly encompasses what's going on in the real world because college golf yes college golf is a complete privilege uh generally speaking people who get to play and participate in college golf are lucky in some way and that's amazing and i'm so i'm so thankful and lucky to be covering the kids that do get to play and be able to talk about this every week I myself am very fortunate to be doing this but there comes a time where we really have to sit back and draw the bigger picture and say we see these kids on tv right I I expressed my excitement in this last episode when we got to watch players compete on tv and how we were getting more of that and how thrilled i was um but those are always you know the larger names the big the kids that you know the kids that are incredibly talented and they deserve every ounce of recognition that they're getting right but then there comes there comes the moment where there's kids that aren't able to have that exposure or have those moments or their programs are on pause or they're on hold and then you have to stop and consider that things really aren't okay you know there's an appearance that they are and 
it's very fortunate that there are people who can compete. There's amateur exemptions. There's side tournaments that are going on that are allowing kids to still boost their WAGR rankings. But there are also kids that do not have that fortune and have had to completely sideline their seasons. And what they had built up and worked for for so long is not able to come to fruition and yes this has been this is a completely understood issue this isn't something that's new but we're at a point now in december of 2020 right we're at a point in this pandemic where yes there have been developments with the vaccine there have been a lot of positive things coming out in the news that really signify that there is an end in sight but we're still pretty far and for the time being, the precautions that we probably should have been taking and haven't really been taken, and not speaking towards college golf necessarily because college golf as a whole has honestly done a pretty good job and can do a good job because it is a distance sport. I speak more towards the um, the juggernaut money-making programs of mostly Power 5 schools that, you know, trickle down their funding from the marquee sports into their smaller sports who have put their own players at risk and yes I I know that they're the functioning of college golf and other smaller sports requires the continuation of these larger sports but there have been many things that have occurred within the scope of college football that's really proven that it's very hard to do this in a way that is contained. I mean, and I'm not going to sit here and act like that I have a solution for what college football should have looked like. Should it have been a bubble in the first place? Should should there have been a much shorter season than there was? Should Who knows? There are certain things that are be able to fulfill that are that can be fulfilled in a normal world that the COVID world can't really provide you if you want to value human lives. It's devastating to see that not only, you know, 114 college football games have been postponed slash canceled because of the pandemic. It's sad, right, alone that we don't have that privilege to watch and these schools cannot continue to operate logistically the way that they should but that kids are getting sick kids are worried about their peers getting sick kids are worried about passing it on to their families kids are worried about their families back home and speaking specifically within college golf right there are so many international players in college golf, right? More so than we would see in college football or college basketball. This is a particularly unique sport that it draws a large international crowd and many players are not from the United States, right? So a lot, a good chunk of these players have opted not to compete in these seasons completely within their right. I back that 100%. If you don't feel comfortable competing, you do not com- feel comfortable leaving your home, don't, don't compete because the college golf will be there college golf will be there when this pandemic ends it's not it's 
in most cases, it's not going anywhere. Now, in a lot of cases, it is, unfortunately. But for these players that are at larger schools and uh, Power 5 programs, for the most part, your program is very likely not to go away, right? In terms of college sports as a whole, they don't know what's going to happen to smaller schools. Kids at smaller schools are, are left wondering, you know, we don't have these giant money-making popularized sports teams that can still profit off of branding from from merchandise, ticket sales of the small groups of people that can go to these events. There's there's not an avenue of revenue for a lot of these schools, so a lot of times these scholarships just keep being keep getting cut there are less kids that are eligible to go out and compete in front of their coaches because yes the dead period has been extended to april 21st 2021 so recruiting has kind of come to a halt and pretty much every college golf coach in the country is left with so little resources to fully understand who they're recruiting and who are that who's coming to their teams. And granted, there is also the issue, so to speak, and it's not even really an issue because I completely understand any senior who would have wanted to take an additional year based off of the spring cancellations and even these cancellations in the fall for different schools. There's the issue of these rosters are clogged up so they can't recruit any more players or add any partial scholarships. Or whatever they wanted to do. It's a very multifaceted issue. This pandemic that's brought has brought on. And a lot of good things have come out of it. In that I think there's been a lot more camaraderie. And there's a lot of been a lot of people who have realized the benefit of closeness. And the value of the resources that they have and had in the normal world. And... I'm very grateful that there have been ways that people have come up with to maintain the sport as much as it can be maintained, and I'm glad that there are solutions like the Merido Amateur Championship. That's the first time that that tournament's ever happened, right? That's great. The Sea Island Women's Amateur that's coming up in 2021 that was just announced, I believe, today. Um, That's another great thing that came up, Um, and... I can't express how awesome it's been, how resourceful many of these institutions and governing bodies, whether on a macro or micro level, have participated in keeping the sport as safe as it possibly can be. And I'm fortunate enough to cover a sport that has, that can be that can be safely conducted for the most part because it is an individual sport. I mean, granted, I cover college golf teams, but they all play as individuals distanced on golf courses that spread through thousands of yards, right? But this has been no normal season. This hasn't been a normal recruitment for anyone. So, to the high school, juniors, seniors, 
college coaches, college freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors, fifth years, red shirts, whoever you are, no matter where you play, whether you play at a Power 5 D1 or a D3 and who knows where, your strength is so commendable through not only sticking through a sport that you put in full-time work hours into and even more so honestly balance and balancing academics but braving through that in one of the toughest times this world has seen and that that is something that should be praised and remarked on for time to come and I praise the individuals who have been dealing with this and finding new ways to create a new sense of normalcy and somewhat signs of happiness and unity and connection through what can be done that this creativity is amazing given what's going on financially health-wise, physical health, mental health. Everything has been so mounting, and I just wanted to take this episode to kind of acknowledge, obviously, the largest elephant that is quite honestly destroying the room, but take a second to praise the individuals that have strung along some semblance of a fall college golf season if they were able to have it um unity within their teams the continuation of their programs uh amateur events for those who were able to compete anything if you were able to compete in that if you put that together uh if you no matter what you did no matter the role you played you you were so strong and this is my this is my praise to you. Um, let's be let's be considerate. Let's be kind. Let's be mindful. This isn't over. There is still so much to go. But if we are all careful, if we're all safe, if we all take the precautions that we should, and keep speaking out for those who not only can't, but who don't have as much of a say as they really should change will come and we can mitigate this but don't have pandemic fatigue don't let up this is still happening even if you think it's not happening around you and you don't see the devastating effects it has had on people if it's not truly visible to you uh consider yourself fortunate but keep protecting yourself and those around you because we, if 2020 has really taught us anything, it's that we need to look out for each other and the well being of the people around us in order for this world to be a better place. So, thank you for listening to my 15 minute rant slash acknowledgement of real life. <laughs> Um, but I felt it was needed to be said, you know, I mean, I, I could talk about 
things that are going on in the college golf world, as they are. I mean, the Merido Amateur Championship is heating up. That match play starts tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, but that's a six-day grind, and that's going to be a lot of fun to continue keeping up with. But uh, that will definitely get some coverage over here. But for now, um, think of every one of those individuals who's competing. Let's let's take it on a micro scale. Let's look at all of those players. Realize what they're going through. Uh, the the magnitude of the situation that they're confronting as they're competing as amateur golfers. There's a lot going on around them that's surrounding them. It's not just what's on the golf course. And as we all know, golf is a mental game. So keep that in mind. No pun intended. Uh, Have a great week. Stay safe. Be mindful. Be good to each other. And take care.